Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here. Uh, we'll talk some basketball today. We'll talk some transfer portal today. We'll look at a mock draft that, I mean, I'm excited about it. Nobody else, so we'll do that. And uh, and much more. Hello to everybody in the stream. They look very um, um, chatty this morning, so we'll see what all is uh is going on today as we start another uh, an, an, another day leading up to well there is no date the transfer portal just goes on and on and on and on so it's an infinite thing it just spins. it's a loop it's yes. a circle yeah was it from true detective time is a flat circle or whatever yeah. that's, that's pretty much where we are right here so you did find out that there are some drives. there are some rules there we'll are some it. dates yeah. on the portal I had no idea so I don't know if that is us. very exciting I don't know if that means we're bad at our job if that means nobody communicated very much to us I I don't really know what that means but yes I did discover some of that last. Some Sometimes it can be two things at once. No, not on the internet. It is one or the other. Two things are never true at at, at once. So, anyway, uh, all right. Podcast brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford. Remember to uh, to check out the uh, the Blue Sky location. They're trying to give you ten dollars still. You used a few more times to uh, to take advantage of that with the Exxon Mobile app. When you do that, all you have to do is take a picture of the QR code, and you are automatically sent to the app. Thousand points, thousand points equals ten bucks there with the uh, the Oxford Exxon. All Blue Sky locations in Mississippi. Lunch specials five sixty nine, two sides of bread, thirty two ounce drink, and much more. So uh, all that and more coming up here on uh, on the show uh, again. Coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio, all over the place. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. Six six two two five seven nineteen hundred. Call that number. Ask for my buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Just right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. Get your quote. The rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that is hop into a Clark Ford today. You will love the product. You'll love the service. Corey and the people at Clark Ford, they want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove to you what that means when uh, you make the call. 662-257-1900. Guest, join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Be a great place if you're coming up this weekend just to hang out. Um, or if you're in town, whatever the case may be, stop at Rafters, get a burger, po' boy, appetizers, uh, full beer selection, full bar, the whole deal. There at Rafters, you can watch NFL playoffs Saturday, Sunday, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. What time's that game on Saturday? I think it's at 3 o'clock. I have no idea. We'll look. I don't know. I think it's at 3 in uh, in Startville, so um, a lot of things available to you at Rafters and also Rafters in New Albany. Oh, basketball! Is that what you want to do? Oh, you're going to pin this on me. What, huh? do you, what do you want to talk about? I mean, I'm giving you the floor. Uh, no, no. I mean, we. I'm I'm just I'm just here for the ride. You tell me. You tell me where you want to go. I mean, 
it felt like an eventful night. Yeah, real quick, the one thing we because otherwise we'll forget this and people a thousand people ask us and I'll post this on the board. Um I was told last night that um there are some rules to the portal that in an SEC situation where it's an, a player going from one SEC school to another SEC school, okay. that uh, February is the cutoff. That has to happen prior February to – one. Yes, it has to happen prior to February is what so I was So January told. is the cutoff. Well, correct, yes. I All guess right. that's true. Yeah, January 31st is the date on that. And then I don't know if it's FBS or Power 5 back and forth. Um, the end of May is the cutoff for that. Beginning of June, you can't do that. I asked specifically about, well, what about Orlando Amano last year? Um, and they said that they thought that was a COVID situation that allowed for a different situation last gotcha. year. But that this does not – it goes up until June, but it does not no longer go throughout the summer. So. Which is probably good for everyone. I know I'm in favor. Um, coaches are in favor, too. I mean, I've asked Lane Kiffin about this, and you've seen it. It's in press conferences. He is for portal windows. And I think most of his colleagues in college coaching are for a window or two, mm-hmm. probably two windows during the year for co- for uh, portal transfers. Otherwise, you never get a day off. You never get a moment to breathe. Yeah, you're building in legislation for yourself in a way. Well, sure. Because otherwise, well, it's chaos all the way around. Well, otherwise, but... you spend the entire season manage- recruiting your own team. These are young people. Every time something goes wrong, I'm just going to jump in the portal. You have to manage that constantly. That That is exhausting. Which is kind of a problem. Uh, so anyway, there's that. We'll, we'll discuss more. Um, we've got some – there's some chicks up at rebelgrove.com as far as what they mean this morning. I don't know. We're on oh, you put day. some stuff up? I mean, I, I, made, a, I made a thread. Yes. Oh, good for you. Yeah, uh, there's a thread. Uh, I've been working on my mailbag. I'm almost okay. finished. I thought I would get there by 8 o'clock, and I just didn't make it. Okay. Didn't yes, there it. is a thread up. You can uh, check it where I – Ponder a few things. Um, but we're into another day of Michael Trigg, Jackson Dart watch. Both schools have had in home visits with him prior or since they have left uh since they left the Ole Miss campus, Lane Kiffin, Brett Venables. Apparently Venables spent a lot of time there last night, which is kind of we'll get to whatever. I'm just kind of all over the place. We get to basketball in a minute. I know you guys brother talk about this. Um I'm all here. It's my only little bit of thing because look, locally, I mean I'll be honest. Every bit of not just sourcing, but kind of stuff we hear when you start trying to put tea leaves together points toward them signing with Ole Miss. I mean, if we're just putting it in a vacuum of what we're hearing locally from whatever, I mean, look, I've got sources that say I'm 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 not I'm not doing this. This is silly. Yeah. I've got sources that say he told them they both told them they were coming, and to the point that they were doing all the logistical preparations this week, finding their apartment. Yeah, it's told they picked out numbers. I mean, like I, the whole deal. Yeah. So again, if they don't, then okay. I I I I know. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't tell you. It yeah. is what it is. I mean, but at some point, a lot of tea leaves going in one direction mean something, and that's kind of where we are right here. But my point being, the one sticking spot that I just can't seem to get over is if Jackson Dart knows one hundred percent where he's going to the point that he told everybody and it's done. He's just packing some bags for some point this week when he gets paperwork done. How's he spending, like, how many ever hours were Brett Venables last night? Like, what's the purpose? What's the use? I mean, I get the respect angle. I get, hey, just in case and letting it all play out. Look, it's a but big why? decision. It's a big decision. That's my point. Yeah. If you're 100% sure. I, I don't think he's 100% sure. Yeah. That's my point. Because if you're 100% sure, you're you're getting – you're in. You're trying to get – whether it's Norman or Oxford or wherever as soon as you can because also you're the quarterback and – you're going to try to win the job, and you're going to try to make it your team, and you want to bring guys with you. 
all of that. Maybe his edit's not ready yet. So we hang out with Brad just because the edit's not ready? I'm kidding. A little well, bit. Kind of. Kind of kidding. I'm kind of kidding. I mean, you watch people do this deal on Twitter and Instagram and stuff, and you're like, man, you play in a scoreboard business. These things can be used against you down the road. Just do it. Pick a school, sign a school. I, that would be the advice that I would give. I, I, my advice to a young person would be don't do this tease it out thing with multiple tweets and such. Be respectful. Pick a school. Go to work. But I'm probably viewed as old school as it pertains to that. Like, when Mason Brooks told me that, I mean, I, I was laughing to myself. I was like, yeah, you're, you're my guy. Because we just went, we found our. We, I, like, I didn't. I didn't do the picture thing. You gonna wear the uniform soon enough? But I don't know. To me, the transfer portal feels like a place where you don't do. If I'm being honest, the high school kid that comes up and takes five visits and does all the picture things, he's 16, 17. I kind of get it. Okay. Sometimes with the 20, 21-year-old, I wonder if you're trolling. But that's me. Yeah, because you've, you've, sung, you, you've sung and danced. Yeah, a little bit. You've had the... You've now, had look, the I'm, not, I'm not an angry old man. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. But, I, I mean, I, if, I'm, if I'm a quarterback, I'm trying to pick my school. And look, I, I told you this. I think I wrote this. I may have said this. I don't remember. I've had so many different conversations about Jackson Dart, who I've never met or talked to in my life, that it feels almost weird. I was told by people who I trust, look, there's sources at Oklahoma that are clearly homers, and there's sources at Oklahoma that are really good journalists. Okay? Sure. I was told that he had a great visit, that he really enjoyed it, that there's, but there's a concern there about Dylan Gabriel and Dylan Gabriel's relationship with um, uh, Jeff Lebby and would that be something that he could overcome, but that he really liked Oklahoma. And having been to the OU campus a few times, I get it. And they have a, a storied football tradition. They have great facilities. They've got Heisman trophies, and they've got all that stuff. And if you walk into one of those places – I can see how it would be awfully impressive. I think, I mean, my guess is that Dylan Gabriel will end up being the terminal reason for it working out for the Rebels, is my guess. I can see that, sure. Not that's the only thing to it or whatever, but. Were they really tracking planes last night? Is that true, Avery? I think so. We do realize we're in 2022 where if a plane really needs to get somewhere, they just take it off the radar for the public, right? Yeah, I haven't right. tracked a plane in a long time. Like, that was the thing back 05, 06, 07. I mean, that, yeah, that, that was pretty legitimate. It's one thing in a coaching search where you're just searching for everything, but in a recruiting thing? Come on, man. We got we to gotta get ourselves under control. And there's so many planes that could be taken. I mean, Lane uses like 10 different planes. Like, we just got tail numbers lined up just in case, like. I mean, you know Lane flew out there. Yeah. So did Venables. Does it really matter specifically what time they got there and how long they were? I mean, all that stuff, does it really matter? Let's start all reporting now. Walked in at 2.15. Oh, we get people that yell at us for not doing it. Walked out at 6.32. 
Just wonder, do you ever stop? Went out his car because he forgot a binder at four fifteen. I did cover a basketball game last night. I went to a press conference and you there? I saw you. You showed up most of it. I was, I was proud of you. I got there after the first TV timeout. Mm-hmm. I missed four minutes. I actually listened to it on the radio. It was a long first four or five six minutes. It was not aesthetically pleasing basketball over the at any point, but over the course of the first uh, first few minutes there. <clears throat> I'm hoping that everybody is seeing and hearing us. Yeah, I'm I, I'm listening to us now. Yeah, we're all good. I was making sure we're good. Yeah, look, recruiting coverage can get creepy in a hurry. Um, oh, come on. I it's mean, creepy almost from the very you beginning. You have to be really, really careful for it not to be creepy, if it's, we're being it, honest. It's creepy from the very beginning. Ole Miss is bringing in a kid later this month who... His mom and I grew up together. And so I was chatting with her. It was the first time I talked to her since high school, probably. And I heard stories about recruiting stuff. Just come on. You heard some stuff? Yeah, just people call and it just, just it's constant. The phone rings constantly. Well, we've done this before. Do the math. Kid has three schools. That he's down to, legitimately. Yeah. He's got the coaches blowing him up from those three schools. Yep. There are three major recruiting networks. That's nine reporters. Then you got not counting the national guys. And then you get the blogs. And then you get the blogs. I mean So his D somebody I guess my point is even without even without the blow up or the, the just the people that are ridiculous in the industry, which mm-hmm. there are those, you have to factor those in. Yep. But even without that, the kid's looking at twenty phone calls a week. Even taking that out. Yeah. And so you just shut it down. Kyle, thanks for the uh, super chat. He says to change the conversation. I don't think people are going to be happy with you, Kyle. Um, what are some of the best grill seasonings to use on meat and vegetables? I mean, at the end of the day, it's still salt and pepper. Yeah. If you're grilling correctly, you don't. You don't have to. Neil and I were both really impressed and surprised by how good the St. Elmo's dry seasoning is. It was really good. Yeah. It's good on vegetables. Um, I've used it on asparagus and different things. Yeah. It's good. It was really good. Yeah. That's one that's kind of out of the... The cocktail sauce and the seasoning is very good from them. I was not real big on the others. I think Neil liked the creamy horseradish more than I did. Yeah, it was good. Um, The steak sauce is bad. It's bad on steak. Well, I would... (laughs) Well, yeah, <laughs> it's it's great on non-steak, yeah, chicken and pork and things. It's, it's fantastic right. on okay. chicken. All right, fair enough. Yep. Yes, just don't use the steak sauce on steak, and it's it's fine. Um, I mean, I just kind of sometimes make a basic rub of salt, pepper, a little bit of garlic powder, a little bit of onion salt, and a little bit of um that crazy Jane's mixed up salt. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And it makes it work. Yeah, it's good. But there's all sorts of stuff. Like Dizzy Pig is good. There's a lot of that stuff that's good. It's all kind of the same. Yeah, it's just I mean, a, we're not reinventing the wheel. We're throwing some salt and some pepper and some garlic and some different things and hey, it's 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 going to be it's going to be all right. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it works. At the end of the day, it's about your heat and your it's not really about the seasonings as much. I mean, if, if you cook something correctly and season it with most of the time people don't use enough salt. That's the number one. That's what restaurants will tell you. Yeah, that's that's something Kelly English told me like 10 years ago. And he goes, your biggest problem is salt. He goes, it's just nobody uses salt. Yeah. Use salt and then add a little more and then see where you end up at. It's kind of the way that uh, 
the way that goes. So, so what we're talking about the portal still. <sighs> we're talking, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, about recruiting coverage, yeah, recruiting coverage. Yeah, portal. I mean, look, I mean, it's, it's 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 creepy. It is. It's horrible. <laughs> I know it's part of the job, and I go do it. But like standing outside of a hotel on a Sunday morning, waiting for a kid to leave an official visit. With his parents, I mean, there. when you really step back to what you're doing, I don't. You don't even have to really step back. In the you moment, you feel it like down in your chest, don't you? Yeah, no, I, it, you absolutely like just. I mean, it's 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 borderline pedophilia. It's so bad. It is so bad. Those people look at you like they're judging you, and I don't blame them at that moment. I'm because ju- I'm judging myself at that moment. I mean, I'm. I'm, I catch myself on those Sunday mornings being very introspective as to my life's failures. This is what I'm doing this morning. This is, yeah. If you had told me in my 30s that I would be standing outside in the cold waiting for kids to leave an official visit so that I can get blown off usually, I would have needed psychological help. Yeah, it's pretty rough. And the people that thrive in it, I, I don't get it. Like, the, like that, that's their thing. That's right? their thing. They love it. It has to be a wiring a little bit. Well, like when you're doing the interview with the kid, and 30 seconds in you can tell he doesn't want to do it, and you keep going for another three and a half minutes. See, I can't. I, I... you got to figure out if he likes the... The town, the mall's good. The movie theater, the shopping centers. Who'd you hang out with? Who cares? What did you guys do? Yeah, who was your who was your host? <laughs> what, what, what? Where'd y'all hang out? What? What? What's? What does it matter? How'd it go? Are you going anywhere else next? Are you committed? Etc. Just get done. <laughs> Life. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right, yeah. we'll, we'll come back to this. We're gonna talk about some basketball before Neil like goes into a bit of a mental breakdown over here. So before, before I start we, searching for sharp objects, yeah. Here before we do that, I'll tell you about community mortgage. Oxford, Can I do Memphis, any damage County, with the point of this pen? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yes, and Chattanooga. Um, oh, underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So getting local underwriting and understand your market that's pretty critical in some situations. The leader in condo financing in Oxford. You can ask Jason about community mortgages float down option, which allows you to lock in the current rate. But if rates go down before you close, you just get the lower rate. 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. When you go to the square, do you refer to it as downtown? I almost exclusively say, say I'm just going the, square. To the square. Yeah. I, but isn't that sort of synonymous with I'm going downtown? Well, that does mean downtown, but I think I think historically, le- I mean, Oxford, from, a le- from a lexicon standpoint, I feel like I say the square. If I say, if I, say, I say, where are you? Do you ever say downtown? No, I would say the square. Yeah. But if I'm, but if someone didn't know it was called the square and they were in Oxford, okay, and they said, where's your downtown? You would point them towards the square. You would, yes. It is literally the town. Because that's where there are shops and such, right? Shops and restaurants and there bars. Are, yes. Boutiques and things. Therefore, even though Oxford might call it the square, it is downtown so if someone were to say that oxford does not have a downtown that's 
incorrect in every possible interpretation. It absolutely has a downtown. They just give it a name. In the same way that, like, in some cities, the market district is downtown. Yeah. They don't call it, hey, welcome to downtown. They call it, welcome to the market district. Is that That's fair? Weird. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm good with that. We're brought to you by Brothrow. It's a social sports betting network, free to use. It's a cool, fun way to bet. Everybody's snapping at me. I might as well snap back. There's no third party, no juice. Over time, that saves you money. You can start your own group, make friends, invite your friends. What are friends? (laughs) You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more at brothrow.com. you got to go register, but if you have any problems with it, send me an email or a DM or something, and I'll I'll get in touch with uh, the folks at Brothrow and and, and push you through. Also brought to you by Dead Soxie. 25% off your order just by using promo code REBELGROVE off the best socks you will ever put on your feet. The no-shows, the traditional socks, all the different uh, colors and styles that you might be looking for. They're fantastic. If you've never tried Dead Soxy, you owe it to yourself to give it a shot. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for your next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com and with the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout. For twenty percent off your purchase. Also um, brought to you by ACS Automation and Control Systems LLC. It's a complete electrical control systems solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator based out of Baldwin, Mississippi. They've got a full time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL five hundred eight A panel shop. ACS can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much more. To learn more, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Podcast brought to you in part by G&M Pharmacy. Maybe they can help Neil out with something, prescribe a little bit, uh, get him a little meds here. You can uh, find out more with them, 662-236-2222, right there on South Lamar in Oxford. Also with Tyson Drugs on the Square in Holly Springs. and They uh, deliver locally in the Oxford area and offer MedSync. To put your prescriptions the same day each month, and take care of uh, of you. <clears throat> so, whether it's one trip in the pharmacy, one delivery, you have what you need there with G&M. Also, with Rightway Meds, they individually package your medication for those who need that. So, again, 662-236-2222. All right. We'll come back. Um, JJ Pegues committed, by the way. It was brand really? new information. Yeah, I'm really shocked by that. I was Who first reported it, just so I can know? I swear to God, if somebody wrote that anywhere, uh, I have no idea. Um, yeah, I was waiting on that at some point. Somebody go, hey, you know, bring it over. Like, yeah, okay, thanks. Um, he's basically been committed to Ole Miss since he left Auburn. Um, so November. Do what? Nothing. <laughs> what was that? I, I was just, I was thinking about months that I like, and I said November. Okay, just, November. <laughs> I was just thinking about months that I like. This is November. Um... <laughs> Speaking of uh, college basketball, Ole Miss last night at the Pavilion, Missouri 78, Ole Miss 53 um, in this one. Amari Davis from Missouri had uh, had quite the day. He goes 10 for 10 from the field last night, 23 points. Um, he did have for, a night. Uh, for Davis. Off the bench too, right? Yeah, he was a plus 24 off the bench from Missouri. Well, that'll play. 
That's a good. That's a good spark. Yeah, that's a microwave. Um, Missouri. I mean, I will say this: they were red hot uh, last night. Sixty-three percent from the field, fifty-seven percent from three, seventy-one percent from the line. But they only, they only took seven threes. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, they were, they were getting to the basket. Uh, Ole Miss, thirty-four percent from the field, twenty-seven percent from three, thirty-eight percent from the line. They also go five of thirteen from the stripe last night. Um, turnovers even. Missouri out rebounds Ole Miss forty to twenty six last night. Um, yeah, points in paint 30, 38 to twenty two in Missouri's favor. That's um, a pretty significant number because again, it's telling you they're they're just getting buckets at the rim, which is one of the reasons that their shooting percentage is that high. I mean, if you're just laying it up, Ruffin uh, with twelve points, and then Brooks at eight and ten. Um, look, I mean, Ty Fagan had nine off the bench for Ole Miss. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, from a micro level, just the game last night, uh, Missouri dominated pretty much from tip. It was fairly close for the first 10, 15 points. Missouri pulled away and never really heightened after that. The only thing that I thought was in, was weird, by the way, Missouri uh, they hit their last seven shots of the game. Um, they went seven of seven from the field um, mm-hmm. to close. Missouri, give them credit here. Yeah, yeah. They answered the bell from the very get-go. They, they played did. with a lot of intensity. Uh, Conzo was super active in the game. I, I, I was, you know, where Press Row is. Obviously, I could literally hear Conzo calling plays mm-hmm. from my seat, which speaks to a the power of his voice, and two the crowd, and b there was nobody there. Um, I normally can't hear the opposing coach calling plays from his sideline, right? But Conzo was really dialed in. His team was dialed in. They played. They played a very good basketball game. I heard them in the tunnel after the game. Um, they had a very pleasant plane ride home. He was very pleased with his team's effort. Uh, Crowley did not play. He was not dressed last night. Uh, did you get any update on that injury at all? Do we know? I asked Kermit about it. Uh, just couldn't go. It's ankle. There's no structural damage. but He's got to be healthy. Yeah, sure. I saw it turn. It was a The other night? Yeah. Because I, I thought looking at it, I was like, oh, God, he broke it. It turned like that, but luckily for him, he's young and in great shape and flexible, and it didn't happen. But I, I would guess that it's pretty swollen, and I would guess that it just is really tender, and he just could not go. My only basketball analysis here, because frankly, I don't know what I'm looking at half the time, and I'm willing to admit it from a basketball standpoint, is that at one point Kermit got really pissed. I think Missouri was up 17 or 19 at the time, and he essentially made a line change. He took out all the starters. He put in Brooks and four freshmen with him, I believe. Yeah, he at put that in. Point. So he what they had on the on the court at that time was Brooks, Deshaun Ruffin, James White, Eric, and Ruffin wasn't in at the beginning of this. He came back in, but they actually didn't even play him at the beginning of this. Yeah, it was James White, Eric Vanderheiden, and Grant Slatten. Yeah. Um, and they. Made a couple of plays, and it was the only time really that the crowd got into the game. Well, they they, they got really into the game when Slayton hit a shot, and then there was some energy, and it even kind of picked up the bench a little bit because as soon as he did that at first, the body language was obviously because they're getting taken out of the game bad from Rodriguez and Morrell and Brakefield and those guys. And then there was. There was a little bit of energy. They got a couple stops. They scored a little bit. And I think they even cut it to 10. They did cut it to 10. And this is the point where I – this is my only real criticism of the actual game last night – because, frankly, one team dominated from tip and there wasn't a whole lot to dissect, is that when you get it to 10, you know that group's not going to be able to hold it the rest of the way. There's just no way. They they got it. They were a microwave. They got a spurt. 
get the starters back in then and see if you can get it from 10 to 6 to 4 well, he didn't and have see a timeout to call. He didn't have the ability. He'd, he'd used all of his timeouts in the first half. Kind but of even urging. even at a break, we still there was no yeah. sub. They stayed in way too long right there. Yeah, and it went back to nineteen, and it went away. When I thought you had just a little glimmer, if there was any prayer of getting back in the game, it was right then. It right. was it went to ten. Okay, get Rodriguez and Morel back in the game and see what happens at that point. Yeah, it went from ten back to seventeen, yeah. and then he got the guys back in. And, that and then was it. seventeen turned into twenty three pretty yeah, quick, yeah. and then because I, I think it was twenty three with three thirty seven to go, and the crowd was. Mass exodus at that point. Right. So that's my only real whatever um, to that. Uh, yeah, the crowd was quiet last night. There was nothing. There was, frankly, very little to get into. There was never – Ole Miss, I don't – I mean, other than what we just talked about, I don't think there was another run of any type because they just couldn't get enough stops. Um, They don't get the ball – how big of a – I'm asking this from a basketball logistics standpoint. The fact that they do not get the ball inside the arc at all until like the last 10 seconds of the shot clock, is that is that, is that system-based or is that a failure on ball movement? Um, It's both. Okay. I mean, I have no idea. That's it's, why I'm asking. It's both. I mean, look, he, he's, he's a good coach. It just isn't – it isn't working right now for a number of reasons that – there aren't enough players. I wrote about this last night. I wrote a column. It's up. It's, it's not behind a paywall. You can read it. Um, on a night when they needed to get a lot from some of their older players, okay? Like I, I, I like Luis Rodriguez a bunch. He's one of my, frankly, one of my favorite people that I've ever covered. Mm-hmm. Luis played 29 minutes and 37 seconds. He scored six points. He got six boards. Had had two steals. That's fine, but you needed more than that. He went two for eleven from the floor. Um, Sammy Hunter's been at Ole Miss what now? Four years? Three or four? Yeah, I don't know. I'm always care. I don't like picking on kids. It just feels wrong. But he played sixteen and a half minutes, basically sixteen twenty-five to be precise. Sammy had three points, two boards. An assist and a steal. They needed more than that, frankly. They kept going to him, and they needed more than that. And then you lean into the other guys. Their one SEC win this year, Ole Miss beat Mississippi State. Morrell was terrific. 31. Brooks was very good. Ruffin Uh, was good. Ruffin was good, and Jamin was good. Jamin Brakefield. Last night, Jamin Brakefield plays just a little over 26 minutes. He gets three points. One rebound, an assist, and two turnovers. He was a minus 19. Deshaun got in foul trouble last night a lot, played t- just a little over 26 and a half minutes. As you said, 12 points, had two assists, two, two boards, one turnover, four steals. He actually played pretty well. They didn't get what they needed out of Morrell. Morrell is taking – Morrell's offensive game is impacting his defensive game. He was two for ten from the floor, one for five from three. Had some good looks, just didn't make them, and he ends up with uh, in thirty-one and a half minutes doesn't get a single rebound. A lot of times that tells you something. And so after the game, when Kermit talked a lot about effort, and he talked a lot about toughness, those are words that coaches use. Those are words that he uses a lot. 
He spent a lot of the game trying to get his team to play with more effort against a team that was playing with a lot of effort, and it showed. Is that a one-off? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, look, I wrote that they're at this season's at a crossroads because I think it is. They go to Mississippi State on Saturday. And by season, you mean program. I mean program. Yeah. Because I don't know. I mean, look, here's where they are. They're one and four in the league. Mm-hmm. They go to Mississippi State Saturday afternoon. Sure. It's going to be a tough game. Yeah, it's going to be real tough. They come home next week, and they play three home games. They play Florida on Monday night. They play Arkansas on Saturday, Wednesday night. And they play Kansas State on Saturday afternoon. Three games. Boom, boom, boom. Then, in February, they go at Florida. I'm sorry, at LSU, then at Florida. Two tough assignments. Alabama at home tough got to go back to missouri who obviously will play you with a lot of confidence now get carolina at home at georgia at auburn good luck that applies to anybody texas a&m who by then might be really playing for tournament for their tournament life uh, at kentucky and then vanderbilt at home against a vanderbilt team that oh kentucky's on the road yeah and then you go to the tournament i mean there's so there's two things. One, there's a lot of difficult games there. And then two, there's just a lot of time left for people to stew. And attendance, frankly, to only get worse when baseball gets here. It does it every year. Yeah. For Saturday games. It just is what it is. It's, here's the thing. So up, these are updated net rankings as of today, as of this morning. Auburn is six. LSU's eight. Kentucky is 10. Tennessee's mm-hmm. 13. Alabama's 24, Florida's 44, Mississippi State up to 47, starting to play their way in. Like that, if you're Ben Howland, you're, uh, ben Howland you're, you're telling your team, fellas, this is not about rivalry. We just need the We cannot game. lose this game. And yeah. I'll get to why in a minute. Um, A&M's 51, going into a huge game tonight. Arkansas's 53, coming off their win yesterday. They went up four points in the, in the, in the net. Uh, Vanderbilt's 84. They fell four after losing last night to Tennessee, but their virtual student crowd was amazing. It was so good, so inspiring. Uh, South Carolina is 115. Ole Miss down to 133 now in the net. Missouri's at 179. Georgia's at 230. So you're sitting at this point in the season at 133 in the net. You're no longer talking about any you, – you're not talking about tournament anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you'd have to jump 80 spots – from where you are right now to even get in that conversation. And then you'd be sitting where Ar- literally where Arkansas is sitting right now in 53 where you would have to call Arkansas on the other side of the bubble right now. I mean, Arkansas can see the bubble from where they are, but they're not on it. they got to keep winning. If you're Ole Miss, so it's a, it's, a, it's a gut check. You go into these games against Mississippi State, 47, Florida, 44, Arkansas, 53, you go into these games against teams that need those wins, and you've got to start playing for something beyond what normally motivates teams. Mm-hmm. You've got to play for something else, and I don't know how that works. And then people ask, should you play the young guys? Well, here's the thing. When you play the young guys, are they ready to play? Are they ready to help? Because if you're putting them in, in, in de- for hey, we're going to develop them, that usually doesn't work in year four for a coach. And if you play them and, and it gets exposed that they're not ready, 
people say, well, why did you give scholarships to those guys? Why did you not use the portal or why did you whatever? It's so easy to second guess. Sure. And so I don't know. And then you get crowds and you got a lot of home games left. I mean, what's the what's the attendance look like on February the 26th when Texas A&M comes for a 2:30 game? What if the weather's 62 degrees outside? You know, baseball plays Central Florida. Is that right? That day, I think that's right. Yeah. You know, I mean, people are going to go out and enjoy the weather, and hope springs eternal for baseball teams in February. And so everybody's out there. Number five team in the country. You know, I mean, you're lucky if you're Ole Miss basketball. You're lucky it pours down rain, and it's about 27 degrees, and nobody's going outside to sit in that. And they come over to a, a basketball game. There was a day where you would say, "Well, you know, people go to the baseball games because you can drink beer in the outfield. Well, you can drink beer at, at the pavilion. The pavilion now too. It's a beautiful arena. Ole Miss did a great job with it." That you would argue they did too great of a job, but they did they did a great job with it. So that argument's gone. It just it's difficult. I mean, this is I think I think they're at a crossroads because do I think Kermit's on the hot seat? I get that question. Yes and no. Do I think that's what Keith Carter wants to do this year? I don't. I don't. I I, I think no, he, I, don't. I, I think he thinks Kermit is a very good coach. I think Kermit's a very good coach. Um, but sometimes these decisions get made for you. I mean, do, do, if I told Keith Carter you go three and fifteen in the league, and when you play Texas A and M, you've got three thousand people in the building and ten thousand across this campus at baseball, what do you do? He he probably doesn't even want to talk to you at that point because he knows he's got a difficult decision in front of him. So there's just a lot there. Um, look, you can never guarantee perfect health. Um. If you don't have those three guys out, I mean, they're obviously a little better at least. What has been the significance, do you feel like, from a WL standpoint with the, those three injuries? By the way, in case you're wondering, Kansas State's net is six sixty-five, So they're kind of in that spot, too, where they, they, they're not on the bubble, but they can see it from yeah. where they are. Enough to be motivated for the Yeah. Um, what was the impact? Yeah. I think Allen has been a significant loss. Yeah, Robert was a significant loss because Kermit loves to run that one three one, and Robert was playing the, the tip of, of the spear yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. And without it, they they just can't run it effectively. Mm-hmm. And so preparing for Ole Miss is is easier now because that one three one is difficult when it's run well, and and Allen ran it really well, and and Jarkel's a a veteran guy, a glue guy, um, a guy that the younger guys look up to. He takes some pressure off. These guys, because now you're you're really leaning on on the young guys. I mean, you're Deshaun Ruffin. It's like, hey, it's your team, mm-hmm. and he's a true freshman playing in a difficult league. Here's the other side of that argument: if we're just being fair, they lost to Boise State, Samford. They lost to Samford. They lost to Western Kentucky. Didn't just lose to Western. They never got, the got run out of the gym in Atlanta against Western Kentucky. This is. There's more here than just hey, he had a couple of injuries. This is for whatever reason it just it doesn't yeah. it doesn't feel like it. They played so well against Mississippi State, but you go back and you look at that game and you go, is that as well as they can play? You had to have a career night from Matthew Morell. And now Deshaun was terrific against Iverson Molinar that night. I mean, he was great. He was. You know, can you can you repeat that? I I don't know. I mean. I think I think Saturday is going to be pretty interesting 
on a, on a couple of levels because obviously Mississippi State got beat. That score was uh, 82-72. So Ole Miss won that game by 10 on January the 8th. And we're up bigger than that pretty much throughout. Yeah, dominated yeah. the game pretty much. And so if you're, if you're Mississippi State, you show that film and shouldn't have to say a whole lot more. Then yeah. you, you you know you say hey this is we we don't need to lose a a home game to a team in the one thirties in the net that's not going to help our bubble cause at mm-hmm. all. Um, and if you're Ole Miss, they take today off because you have to, and when they come back on Thursday, I mean it's soul searching time. Mm-hmm. And if you don't play really well in Starkville, you got a chance to get pounded, and at some point <clears throat> the losses just beat you down. And you get back into that spot where you you know you're not playing for anything, and it's awfully early in the season to not be playing for much. Yeah. <clears throat> Podcast brought to you in part by Johnston Hill Creamery, JohnstonHillCreamery.com. It's on White Oak Lane, right there off Molly Bar and Oxford, and it is King Cake season. Stop in, give them a call either way, and get your King Cake order. They have multiple flavors and multiple sizes. You can see pictures and find out more on their Instagram page. That's in, that's just search Johnston Hill Creamery. On their Instagram page, give them a call again, 662-419-9201, cheese at johnsonhillcreamery.com. All their cheese is locally made in-house there in Oxford. It's all used brown dairy farm milk and plenty of local ingredients when that is possible. So, again, cheese at johnsonhillcreamery.com for email, 662-419-9201. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford. It's 1126 North Lamar Boulevard. They've been serving the Oxford area for almost 75 years. Valentine's Day right around the corner. If you're looking for a place to uh, do some gifting and shopping, highly recommend Lamons. Uh, Alan and Nancy mm-hmm. King will take great care of you. Please tell them you heard about Lamons right here on this podcast. Fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, wedding rings, engagement rings, obviously. Everything you could be looking for, it's there at Lamons. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. We're also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call the people at Southern, 662-429-4429. The College Corners, your one-stop rebel shop. It's got two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland, the College Corners next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or home gating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. We're also brought to you by Pinnacle. They've got clients in more than 24 states, advisors in multiple states. They're based in Madison, Mississippi. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. Investing is treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. So go to mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com, and uh, find out more. You will be glad you did. If you're thinking about a uh, holiday trip for next season, next year, or you think about a spring break trip in a few weeks, if you are uh, thinking about a summer vacation, highly recommend you get in touch with John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Just give him some parameters and a budget and then sit back and do nothing. He will come up with options that you will not be able to come up with on your own. He can plan your trip as detailed or as basic as you would like for it to be. 
And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of the services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. And we're brought to you by OPA, Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square. Euros, wraps, kebabs, fresh redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, uh, amazing candlelit patio, all of that at 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse in Oxford. Podcast is brought to you by NickstanOxford.com. That's Nickstan and Associates here in Oxford. Let them help you out with all sides of the real estate business, the buy side, the sell side, whatever you need. They will help you in this volatile market. O'Keefe Graham, Clay DeWeese, and their team of associates, somebody you can trust, knows all about Oxford and Lafayette County. I've used them multiple times. You should give them a chance as well. So uh, it's time to buy a home. It's time to sell a home here in Oxford. Take advantage of that again. NickStanOxford.com, 662-281-1200. Elsewhere in the SEC last night, two other games. Tennessee knocking off Vanderbilt. Um, Hell Hell of an accomplishment for the Vols. To go into Nashville, where the student section is there virtually, not physically, but they're there virtually. Every Vanderbilt student was on a Zoom, sending, okay, so what, what, sending their okay, virtual so what happened? spirit. Vanderbilt. They had no fa- no students at the game last night? They did not. Students are not allowed to go, but they can go virtually. Hold on a minute, though. Hold on. So they had fans there, just not students. Chase, listen to me. I haven't seen this. Chase, I was well, at another you. basketball I'm game. I'm trying to tell you. It was, okay. It's virtual. It's Vanderbilt University presents Virtual Fan Week. Virtual Fan Week. Join Vanderbilt Athletics for a special halftime trivia Zoom on Tuesday night featuring premier season giveaways. If you sign up now on Anchor Link, you can sign up on Anchor Link or on the Snack and Swag Bag. I mean, that is powerful stuff. And somehow, uh, the Vanderbilt provost tweeted out to our incredible Vanderbilt uh, basketball student athletes, coaches, and staff, the Vanderbilt community is excited. And not just excited, not just excited, Chase, excited in all capital letters, excited. Okay? Okay. So, I mean, that means they are like the kind of excited that you just can't get. Okay. Okay? Okay. This is spirit. This is spirit, right? This is... Are you moved yet? Because I'm feeling this. To virtually cheer, to virtually cheer you on during our Commodore care period. God. And we look forward to supporting you in person again soon. But, But for now, for now, we're going to support you virtually. Because it is Commodore care period right now. Oh. Got to take one of my masks and just wipe my face. Oh, man, that is emotional. Can you imagine what that meant to those kids last night? In every huddle, every time out, the students aren't here, but guys, guys, they're virtually here. Can you feel them? Yeah, I had not seen this. The next three games, at least, this was apparently, at least as of now, the last one. We'll see if they change the policy or extend it. Yeah. Three, three games for the men, three games for the women. I had no idea. The Commodore care period. That's correct, yes. 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 <sighs> Tennessee 68, Vanderbilt 60 last night. One day Scotty Pippen Jr. will look back. One day. There's no doubt in my mind about what I'm about to say. He will look back and he will tell his children and grandchildren, kids, sit down. Let me tell you about the day 
that we played Tennessee at home, lost by six, but that's not what I remember. Eight. Eight. What I remember was the virtual support that we got from our student section. Because it was nothing like back in the day when Vanderbilt students, because believe it or not, the Vanderbilt students would get right there on the floor, and they got loud in that place. I've, I've seen Vanderbilt. A memorial can be difficult. I've yeah, seen yeah, yeah, the yeah. Vanderbilt student section impact games. Yeah, sure. 100%. It can be a really hard place to play. But virtually, hey, they did honor a 91-year-old man at halftime. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Who's at more risk, the Vanderbilt students or the 91-year-old guy? So if any other fan can still attend, just the students can't. Yes, in fact, okay. they're bringing in high school bands to play in place of their band. Because apparently, and, and I have a hard time keeping up with the science, and I admit that the science is so evolving that it's very difficult to keep up with who's at risk, who's not at risk. But apparently, if you are playing the tuba as a college student, you, you, it's terrifying. Okay. But if you play the tuba as a kid, like at you know, Ridgeway High or something, you're fine. Yeah. Now, I don't know how that works. But apparently it's the thing. But we've learned over the course of time that this is a remarkably brilliant virus. Now, I think what's important to remember is that all of those Vanderbilt students who did not go to the basketball game last night, they did not go out in Nashville last weekend before the semester started. They did not. They all stayed in their dorms, locked up safe and sound, probably did not go out in Nashville because no one goes out in Nashville. No one really thinks of Nashville as like a party town. Mm-hmm. And this weekend when the Titans play a playoff game, I'm sure they will all resist that urge. Sure. You know why? Because it's the Commodore care period. And that's the kind of thing that you take seriously. At least I got some alliteration in there. I like alliteration. It does. feels good, doesn't it? Yeah. It makes you feel warm. In Fayetteville last night. I can night, tell you're kind of. I am. I'm rosy. In Fayetteville last night, 75-59. And those damn heathens went to games. Because one of my did. kids, I told my kids, do not go to, go to a basketball game. Because, oh. because Vanderbilt will tell you that it is not a safe place for college students to go. How long did she stay? I don't know. But she went. I I'm mean, just curious. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's horrible. I'm very angry. 75-59, Razorbacks pretty much guaranteed to win that one, and they uh, and they did. So they are now 13-5, and 10-7. Arkansas had a good week. Uh, tonight, if you're uh, looking for your viewing pleasure, Mississippi State at Florida is tonight. Key game for Mike White and the Gators mm. tonight in Gainesville. That's a big game. For them. That's a big game. Big game. 5.30 for that one, SEC Network. 6 o'clock on ESPN2, LSU's in Tuscaloosa tonight. Ooh. The Tigers and the Tide tonight. It's a big opportunity for Alabama too. They 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 kind of need it. They're eleven and six. Nate Oates it's, wants to see his team answer the bell a little bit. Yeah, he's challenged them after last week. Uh, Kentucky is at Texas A and M tonight. I mean, another it, good it, game. It, it, it is I such mean, a, it is such an opportunity for uh, for Texas A and M. I will say this: you just described three games that all have meaning. It's a really good night of basketball, yeah. and this is why. And this isn't about baseball. This is not about anything. But the people that do this thing about Ole Miss should just punt on basketball. No, no, that is that is not right. And that has nothing to do with baseball. You should invest in baseball. You're already invested in baseball. There's no point in 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 what's would the word be de-investing. Mm-hmm. You're invested. Uninvesting. Yeah, I don't know. How, how would you? How do you? What's the antithesis? What's the what's the the, the opposite yeah. of investing? To pull out. Yeah. 
You should not withdraw. Yeah, right. Your investment Correct. from baseball, but you know you should be invested in basketball. It it brings other than college football among college sports. It's the one thing that can bring positive uh, momentum to your campus. It can bring exposure to your campus. The NCAA tournament, for reasons we've discussed many times, is is too big for you to completely abandon your quest to get into it. I mean, this is a five-second aside, but I just thought about that. Was it Yale that told their students they couldn't go anywhere in downtown? Yes. They said they couldn't go to restaurants. Including restaurant. outdoor restaurants. That's right. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, so Kentucky A&M and then the sacrificial lamb game of the night. Um, you watch the other three. Don't watch this one. Uh, 8 o'clock, Auburn hosts Georgia tonight. So God help the Don't tell dogs. my son that. He's all in on Jabari Smith he's, still. Jabari's playing. <laughs> we'll lock into Auburn tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Carson's already figured out exactly how Jabari fits in with Shea Gilgis Alexander and, and Lou Dort and Josh Giddy. He's got it worked out. It's all good. Right? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. It's all, it's all fine. He's got he's got Jabari Smith and SGA running the pick and pop, pick and roll. He's got it worked. Does he? Oh, he's got it figured out. <sighs> yeah. Now that the Clippers are, are falling apart. I saw that too. Yeah, I'm just like Carson is because uh, the the Thunder own the Clippers pick. It's it's not protected at all. So Carson's trying to figure out ways that maybe the Thunder could pick first and third. Oh, maybe you could get Paolo Banchero and Jabari. Well, Smith. now we're cooking with okay, gas. Now you're now the rebuild is over and you're fully in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all you need. Right there. He said, "Do you think the Thunder could win a championship before I finish high school?" And I Whoa. and I said, "Well, are you planning on failing a couple of years?" Yeah. And, and he goes, no. And I said, well, then no. And he goes, well, what if? Right. Well, they would be fine. That's for sure. Yeah. Whew. Um, go back. <laughs> we'll talk some football in a, uh, in a second. <laughs> God. But those are three good games tonight. That's three really good games tonight. It, it's the, it takes a lot to get me to just kind of turn it on. And this is one tonight where, yeah, you flip and watch. And, and you say that about Auburn, Georgia. But I guarantee you Bruce Pearl has used the they didn't get number one. They got number two. Well, no, look, Auburn's going to win the thing. game. Well, that, That's my point. My, like, my Georgia point is, has no shot. Auburn could take Georgia and punt it somewhere. I mean, it. it, <laughs> it we'll see. I'll be curious to see. Like, You think they might really run it up? Could. Just to prove a point. But you don't want to use a lot of energy on this. No, game. you don't. But you, well, you might not have to. Georgia's bad. I mean, if 27 minutes in, you're up by 42, you've proven your point. Okay. Fair enough. Northeast Spark, S-P-A-R-C, two packages available, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. I've got it at home as well. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone services available, parental controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender, and much more. So call the office for detail, find out if they can help you. Again, that's 662-238-3159. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, look no further than Grenada Nissan. they got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. I'll have a mailbag up this morning. Probably up by the time you hear this if you're listening on Podbean or SoundCloud or Apple or wherever. Google. Google. Yeah. Plenty of Spotify. Places. Are we on Spotify? Yeah, we are. We are? That is our second biggest uh, contributor, yes. I like Spotify. I, I mean, it's a requirement now because how many people are there exclusively? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, like there's no real choice. So Okay. Yeah. 
I've picked up Spotify and Luminary subscriptions over the last few months just because I have to, kind of for what I listen to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have a Luminary subscription. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> that mailbag is brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes, 662-567-2573 or uh, 662-842-3844. What are your goals for the year 2022? Does your company need hard-to-find talent to meet these goals? Maybe you're personally seeking a career change. Let this be your year to make the change, and your first step needs to be to contact Service Specialist Employment Agency. They're the oldest employment agency in Mississippi. They recruit in all industries. Remember, there's nothing to lose by reaching out. There is uh, no cost to you as a candidate, and everything is kept confidential, of course. Service Specialist wishes you and your company a successful 2022. You can contact them at 662-832-5138. We're brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. It's a perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. 4450, I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. And don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. Podcast also brought to you by Prime Shrimp. Great offer going on the next three days. I've been telling you about this. The concept is pretty simple. You get it delivered right there to your door. It is a Louisiana company. You take the pouch out of your freezer. You pop it in some boiling water, and you've got restaurant-quality shrimp in less than 10 minutes, really more like seven or eight. No prep, no thaw, no mess. If you're on the fly, you don't have time to cook, Prime Shrimp can help you out with a uh, meal. They have their original seasoning, which is kind of what you're used to from a Louisiana-based uh, shrimp. They also have their Alfredo package. Make some regular pasta, whatever you'd like to do with it. Make Put that uh, package in boiling water. It's got the sauce. It's got the seasoning. It cooks inside that. Less than 10 minutes, pour it over your pasta. You are right there ready to go. And through Friday, we're giving you 50% off. That's this week only. Use the code MPW. It's linked on the message boards. And a lot of people have used it from there already this morning. So, again, primeshrimp.com. Use MPW. Free shipping uh, on uh, 50% off and then free shipping on orders of four or more. So, again, primeshrimp.com. Uh, let's see. Mock draft season is still upon us. Three hours ago, the athletic with, uh, Dane Brugler put out their, uh, their latest mock and uh, a little you're, bit of movement here. You're excited to have a feeling. I know what's coming. Yeah, you know what's coming. Uh, but we'll get there in a minute. Uh, first the Jacksonville Jaguars, we've been seeing Hutchinson number one for a while or Thibodeau for Oregon. <sighs> I mean, if it, it, Dude. My team took Hutchinson one. I, 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 I'm, I'm sure he's a lovely young man. I, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I know, and I know that Ohio State film was damn good, but I, I, I'm, oh, I man. Mean, if my team takes him at 19, I'm cool with it. But at one, <clears throat> whew, be tough. Riggler, who to me makes more logical sense than a lot of them when he does this. He's talked to people and starts trying to really put puzzle pieces together. Um. Has the offensive tackle at North Carolina State going number one to the Jags right here? Okay. I thought it was interesting. Um, 
and basically he admits, like a lot of people do not, that there's no feel for the Jazz because they're so unorganized right now that nobody has any idea what direction they're going. But giving all the tea leaves, this makes as much sense as anything else, which then allows you to be a little different than everybody else and get your clicks. I mean, it does a lot of different things for you here. Um, but it's it's a, it's a it's an interesting pick. Uh, he does have Hutchinson going number two to the Lions. They're a perfect fit for one another. Y'all have fun. Yeah. Have a good time. The yeah. Lions suck and yeah. you suck. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. I mean, because like I hate sentences like this. Hutchinson is wired in a way that will appeal to head coach Dan Campbell. What does that mean? Have, Just give me the best player. Uh, yeah. Take all the wired guys you want. Just give me the dudes. Give me the guy who can get to the quarterback. Yeah. I need the guy that can disrupt passing games. Because you're taking him too. And the evaluation here is Hutchinson isn't on the same level as the Bosa brothers. He doesn't have their bend or skills. Then don't take him. Then what are we doing? Then don't take him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, take the guy that does. <laughs> Man, I'm, hey, we do this every year, though. We do this every year. They get too much time to evaluate and they make mistakes. I, I read this. I, I put it in 10 Thoughts, I think. It was a now that the Bears have fired everybody and admitted that the last decade was a disaster. Yeah, sure. They go into what happened in those meetings, and just because they coach football doesn't make them smart people. And they make lots of really stupid, ego-driven mistakes. Texas going Thibodeau at three. They would take him there because that he, he's been making sense and falling and whatever. Okay, sure. I have no problem with that. He's a good player. Number four, New York Jets, Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback LSU okay I'm okay with that I'm a little concerned about his health but sure. something tells me that the last couple of years he's like I'm not I'm not doing it yeah if he had a hangnail he went nope nope yeah. nope not today hey man did you see on my toe right here I've got a little spot does it hurt no but I'm worried about it I, I need to sit I need to sit <laughs> number five New York Giants Alabama mon- just a monstrosity of a man Evan Neal they tackle at number five I gotta tell you you like some Evan Neal now. I, I got to tell you, <laughs> if I'm going offensive tackle number one, nothing against the kid at NC State because I'm sure, sure he's, he's a, a great fine player young and man, nice guy, and I'm sure his parents are lovely people. I'm taking Evan Neal because you'd be terrified in ten years to not take Evan Neal, and you look up and go, God. I mean, oh Evan my. Neal's floor is so high that I really don't give a damn about his ceiling. Well, if you recall. Several teams passed on Laramie Tunzel because he smoked pot and didn't take I, him I until. I know. And my deal was, do you see his feet? Just yeah. watch his feet and don't worry about the pot. Don't worry watch about his feet. Because <laughs> I guarantee on the football field, his feet are going to matter more than the pot. That's what's going to matter. Yeah, He's not, the, the mask thing, he's not going to wear that on the field. No, 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 I promise. But his feet will be on the field. And he has played for a shit team and he's been very good. He's an elite left tackle. Yeah, he's one of the best left tackles to ever live. I mean. He's that good. Charles Cross, offensive tackle, Mississippi State, number six, North Carolina Panthers. Boy, it's. And if somebody takes Cross over Neal, I mean, you. you God help uh, you. I mean. I don't. And that has nothing to do with the Mississippi State take. That's no, just no, in no. general. No, no, I no, mean, no, no. Cross is, again, Cross is that guy that if my team takes him at 19, I'm cool oh, with it. You're happy. But six feels a little high. New York Giants, Kyle Hamilton, Notre Dame. Safety, the safety, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, the Falcons taking uh, Michigan edge David Ajabo. I like him with the, the eighth way. pick. Do you? I like him a lot. 
He's got a great story. Yeah, he says, uh, polling several NFL personnel for this mock, the feedback on him is he probably won't be a top 10 pick because of his struggles against the run. However, he's betting on the ceiling at a premium position to bump him up, bump him up a little bit in the draft class. I can see that. Uh, Devin Lloyd, linebacker, Utah, number nine to the Broncos. <clears throat> Ten, the Jets get a second pick from Seattle. Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. And then your first quarterback off the board. And this is where I'm scared for Corral, and I've been scared here the whole time. They've got Kenny Pickett going number 11 to Washington. And if that happens, I think your Corral going, I'll give up the little extra money, go to Washington and deal with that because it's just been a quarterback nightmare yeah. there for uh, four years. Number 12, Vikings, Ahmad Gardner, cornerback, Cincinnati. Um, yeah, I can see him being a really good NFL player. Number 13, uh, Cleveland Browns taking Traylon Burks, Arkansas wide receiver at 13. Uh, Baltimore Ravens at 14. Trayvon Walker, defensive line, Georgia. Yeah. Um, sure. Eagles, they get, they get the Dolphins pick. Had them taking Tyler Lindenbaum, the center out of Iowa, at 15. Feels high. Feels high. Feels it is, high. but he is a unique center. Yeah. Uh, Clemson cornerback, Andrew Booth, 16th to the Eagles. Their second pick they're getting from the Colts um, okay. in this thing. 17, Trevor Penning. He's an offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. I know nothing about him to the uh, to the L.A. Chargers. And then they have Corral going 18 to the Saints. Um, however, I've talked to a couple people because I got a little dug in on this this morning. NFL people that I know do not believe Corral will still be there at 18. Thought that it's a cute mock and that would be great for the Saints, but they did not think he would be there at 18. Is there a scenario where the Saints trade up a little and bit? I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know how they covered him in that situation to this point. It's still so early. I mean, the drafts. I mean, they very clearly away. the Saints need a quarterback. They don't have one. No, I, they're they're still considering a quarterback here. Their best quarterback is in a broadcast booth. Not apparently not coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eagles at nineteen. Uh, Purdue uh, edge George Kalaftis. I don't know. Oh yeah, he's a good player. Is he? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and then here, I think it's because they just have to have a quarterback. I don't like this pick at all. I, I hate it actually. Malik Willis, Sam Howell, Steelers twenty. Oof. Mm. Probably good news for him. To With get Roethlisberger having played his final game as a Steeler, there's a quarterback wanted sign hanging on the front of Heinz Field. Although Howell's junior season didn't go exactly according to plan, he has an NFL arm talent and mobility and could step in from the Steeler starter from day one. He would be a disaster in year one, but that's not the point. Yeah. It's a good environment to get into. In the same way that for Matt. Would be a good place. Going to New Orleans and playing for Sean Payton would be a, a really good environment. Sure. I just can't imagine. I can't imagine Corral falling to nineteen. It feels like. Feels like for that to happen, somebody would have to have flags on the ankle, mm-hmm. and the odds of that are really low. Cause everything I've heard is that Matt's ankle's fine. Right. Uh, twenty-one. Yulin Patriots. Nicobe Dean, linebacker, Georgia. How the hell does he fall to 21? Yeah, I like uh, Like, what are we doing? Well, even way up top. Like, I'm sure that Utah linebacker is a great player. But I, mean, I that, still look and kind of go. I mean, if a few hundred thousand motivated him, what will a few million do? He's a player. Raiders, wide receiver, Drake London, USC, 22. Yeah, okay. Jordan Davis, defensive tackle, Georgia, Cardinals at 23. How'd he fall there? He's, he's, he's a stopper in the middle now. He, I mean, well, it, like you watch NFL teams that are still playing, almost all of them have that big body stopper in the middle that 
clogs up running lanes? He will be drafted higher if a team believes he can sustain his high level of play with increased snap counts. He only averaged 25 snaps per game in 2021. Oh, okay, well, that's fair. That's good insight. Yeah, that's a good one right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. Uh, let's see. I didn't even really read the paragraphs there. Um, What's the paragraph on Corral? Saints are in limbo with their quarterback situation, but Corral could be the answer that Sean Payton has been looking for. The Ole Miss quarterback has the athleticism of Taysom Hill coupled with an explosive arm and passing instincts to create big plays through the air. Yeah. So just a real simple. Oh, I can see Sean Payton doing a lot with Matt wanting, Corral. Wanting Matt Corral to the point where I'd be curious to see. I know the Saints have some debt, and I don't know what their pick situation yeah, is. Yeah, their, ca- their cap is But I can see them. Horrific. I can see them trying to find a way. But, but a, a – a way to solve your cap issues is to get a starting quarterback on a rookie scale. Oh, sure. I yeah. mean, that, that, is, that, is that a, helps for a while. That is a fix-all. Yeah. Uh, Kenyon Green, offensive guard, Texas A&M, 24 to the Cowboys. Yeah. Cornerback, Washington, Trent McDuffie, 25 to the Bengals. The Dolphins get the 26th pick from the 49ers, Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher, Florida State. The Bills at 27, taking Alabama wide receiver Jamison Williams. There at twenty seven. That'd make uh, giving a weapon like Williams to Josh Allen and the yeah. Bills offense hardly seems fair. Wide receiver is the top of the Bills needs, but it would be tough to pass on Williams' talent if he were to fall this far due to recent torn ACL. Teams will have more information about his knee and surgery at the scouting combine. I would think Josh Allen would be pretty thrilled. He would that. love some Jamison Williams. So I get another weapon? Yeah. Sign me up. I get that toy? Okay. Yeah. Uh Lions, uh wide receiver Ohio State. They're pretty stacked this year at, at wide receiver. 29, Chiefs, uh, Michigan defensive back Daxton Hill. The uh, Buccaneers, Logan Hall, defensive line Houston. Titans taking uh, Penn State wide receiver Jahan Dotson um, with the uh, the 31st pick. And then, uh, and again, obviously these have not been decided yet from a where these guys are picking. But right. um, DeMarvin Leal, Texas A&M lineman going 32 to the Packers in this mock. How the hell does one. he fall to 32? He's one of the best players I saw all season. The Packers love toolsy front seven defenders, and Lil's exactly that. He isn't yet the sum of his parts, which is why he would still be available at this point in the first round. But at 6'4", 290, he can line up anywhere on the defensive line and has the traits to develop into a productive starter. And actually, it goes it goes another round, actually, here on the mock, too. Let me see if there's anything even sort of interesting. Sam Williams in the second? I'm looking. Um, Roger McCreary, Auburn, 34. I love that kid. He can play. Desmond Ritter, 36 to the Giants. Um, Ooh, I don't know. Kenneth Walker, 37 to the Texans. Ritter strikes me as a guy that could hold a clipboard for 10 years. Yeah, I, I would buy that. George Pickens, wide receiver, Georgia to the Bears at 39. He never stayed healthy enough to really know what he can do. Uh, Washington taking Darian Kennard out of Kentucky, the guard. The Falcons taking Malik Willis at 43. Um, well, that wouldn't be a bad spot for him. He needs to go someplace where he can be behind a, a veteran quarterback and learn. Carson Strong, the quarterback at Nevada, the Colts at 47. Mm-hmm. Fedarian Mathis, the tackle at Alabama, 48 to the Chargers. Uh, Damone Clark, linebacker LSU, 50 to the Dolphins. Christian Harris, linebacker Alabama to the Raiders at 53. John Mechie to the Patriots at 54. I'm just looking for SEC guys at this yeah, point. Um, Lewis Sign, the uh, Georgia defensive uh, specialist secondary player at the 49ers at 57. Then that's it. Okay. Yeah. So that's all from uh, from that standpoint. I could see Sam combining his way into the second round. Yeah. Numbers are good. He's still going to get dinged a little over his pass, just just a touch. Um, he'll get a chance to talk about it. They'll yeah. they'll they'll call him into hotel rooms and he'll sit in there and they'll chat and, and they'll go over it. 
Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he's got people that are helping him get ready for that. Craft it the way it needs to be. Well, just be honest. Yeah. You know, tell people the truth. Because they know the truth. I mean, they've spent they've spent money investigating it. Yeah. There's no yeah, yeah, there's yeah, no point yeah. lying to them about it. Yeah. Here's what happened. Here's why it's not a problem. Here's why it's never going to happen again. Yeah. We're all good. Uh, so. Trying to see. ESPN, they put up a mock, too, and I don't trust them as much. I'm not going all the way through it, but I was seeing where they had Corral going. Uh, they have Pickett to the Saints at 18 and Corral 20 to the Steelers. Mm. On eighteen, so Pickett's in the Senior Bowl. I think so. Is he? I'm pretty sure. Oh, I don't know. No clue. It'll be a big stage for him. Yeah, I know he's there. Desmond Ritter's there. Yes, he is at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, Ritter's there. They have like six quarterbacks there. Pickett has small hands. We'll find out the exact size of the Senior Bowl soon, and that matters to teams doing the drafting. If he can play his home games in a dome like New Orleans, that's a plus. That was Mel Kuyper's comment. But you won't play all your games in New Orleans. The way that works, you'll play half. (laughs) But traditionally, you'll play the other half in places other than New Orleans. You will, yes. That's true. And you'll have the same hands. And he's he's been playing at Pitt. For in Pickett's defense, he played his college career at Pitt outside. It gets cold there. It, yeah, I mean, it's like, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Again, why I did not read that one and I read the one I read. So, anyway, uh, I'm sure we'll have some more park, uh, some more portal stuff tomorrow. There's just no doubt about that whatsoever. So, we'll um, <clears throat> have plenty there. Uh, A little bit of news. This is one of the guys that I knew was coming back. I see Ole Miss just announced that uh, Ole Miss has hired uh, Javon Patterson in their athletic department. So, Javon coming Oh, really? Home. Yeah, he's a associate director of uh, essentially student-athlete relations. His job will be to connect with former players, keep them involved, a lot of things along those lines. So, well, they've hired uh, – He will be exceptionally good at that. Yeah, they've hired Javon for that. So, uh, huge. I mean, he's uh, about a good guy. Sharp, mm-hmm. good guy, and played some in the NFL – Injuries kind of curtailed his career, but. Yeah. So, anyway, just neat little note there. I see it just uh, got announced a few minutes ago. So, anyway. All right. Appreciate everybody. We'll uh, have more recruiting to you as the day goes on. Maybe some finality, we would hope, just to uh, end it and move on to another conversation. So, all of you have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.